There's so many ways to be killed. You could kill someone with a sock. Yeah. With enough, if it's wet enough. <laughs> Welcome to Joy Tactics, the podcast dedicated to all things joyful, joyous, and meeting as many celebrities as humanly possible. Hosted by Eric Rahill, Nate Veroni, and Jack Bensinger. Enjoy. Well, people trying to bide our style. So many people are trying to bide my style, fashion-wise and whatever, personality-wise, <laughs> podcast-wise. I hate biters. There's so many clones out there of Eric right now. I but I will say is, this, yeah. Eric, this is going to shock you. What? One of the biggest hubs, so I, you know, I'm going deep, deep diving into the analytics of this podcast. And we're getting every sort of numbers and we are, we can hmm. track any sort of listener of where they're at in the United States. We know every single thing about you, maybe, maybe better than you know your fucking self through these, the magic of these technologies. And one of our top listener areas in the United States is none other than Seattle, Washington. And I have to think, Eric, oh, you're from Seattle God. or whatever, a suburb of Seattle. You, you would yes, say that, right? It's a suburb? Yes. So, so you're saying I this, a lot of just say this is off this is off the bat making me so pissed I missed the ten year ten year reunion that they just <laughs> we missed it because of COVID and that now it was the twelve year or whatever. I if I had gone oh mm, I just wanna ah, 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 ah. that that's playing <laughs> as I walk into the fucking room. Everybody yeah, you're like Max Keeble's big move and his Max Keeble from Max Keeble's big move, but in his thirties. Yo, do you know I I went to a school with a girl that was in Max Keebler's big move. No way. And well, and I had my mom talk to her mom about how I could get into child acting because of it. <laughs> well, you dodged a bullet, man. Thank be- God. Unless you, unless you were in a, a child actor. Well, you be, being a child actor, you know, part of that contract is you have to be an adult, not necessarily a offender, but you have to be an adult person who's not doing that well. I've seen a lot of interviews with people who were in movies when they were on the younger half of their life. So let's say 12, 13, 14. Mm-hmm. And when you see them in interviews when they're older, the way that they speak is in such a way that it's like, did you get hit by a car mentally or something? Because there's some trauma in there deep down and it just makes me ashamed. It makes me feel like, are we a version of that? Are we seeing success too young right now? Should we have waited to start a podcast until we were 70? 80? No, no. And I want to say this no. about the child acting thing because I feel like there's a couple rotten apples in the child actor bucket that just spoil the fun for everybody else. Most people that were child actors grew up to lead, lead amazing lives. Um, they were enriched by their experiences on these TV shows, made more money than they knew what to do with. Um, it was a blessing from God. So the minute that I hear about? people talking shit on child actors, I'm like, get the fuck out of here right now. I'm a child actor advocate in that. I think more children should be actors. We need Who, to start a TV show that is just stars all children and it goes for like, you know, 25 seasons and mm-hmm. we can show the world what it's like to, you know, just, just kind of change the narrative on child actors and, you, you know, give them all the tools that they need to succeed mentally. And because yes. we what do we I mean, I mean, we can't exist in a in a industry that doesn't have children acting. We need children to tell these stories so badly because right. children and not have even so tell much stories. to say. And they're so ripe uh, with drama. And well, they with, need to be um, 
we need we need them to have their own reality shows. I'm saying take the parents out of the equation instead of a mom and a dad or a grandma or a stepmom or whatever. Why don't we have a DP, an assistant camera operator, a line producer? These are the people who can help us help the kids help themselves discover who they are live on camera. What could be more valuable than that? Ah, well, you should watch a. I have a show for you then. It's called Kid Nation. And this shit came out in the 2000s, and I wanted to be on it so fucking bad. Was they that about a radio or something? No, this was a create almost like a social experiment where they give kids this crazy ass ranch, and they let them govern themselves, and it's only kids. Oh yeah! Oh. And if they get sick, get guess what? They're it's dead. only children. they got to go to a, another children child mm-hmm. and these children have crazy methods of trying to heal the heal the sick and the wounded and a lot of times <laughs> it didn't work uh, but that's how you learn <laughs> i used to buy meatballs at a meatball shop from a 12 year old in my neighborhood really so that's well, not a child actor that. but that's a person who's a child who's working should we reverse the sort of the laws against child labor because you know in some instances i feel like some children could really learn a lot from working in a grocery store at the age of eight or so. Hell yeah. Well, you school know, is well, unpaid me, labor. I think it's time to revisit the, that law, the child children, labor law. Can I say, be yes, we do need to make revisions to these laws, but B, we have to be careful about it. So in what way? we need like a child ambassador to basically speak up for because... Okay, so know, we need we, we need a children's... Okay, so you can't vote... In elections until you're 18, we need an election that you can't vote if you're over 18, so that the kids can have an ambassador representative oh, in Congress, nice. kid Congress. But then guess what? We're gonna be seeing a lot more candy stores, a lot more fucking. And then, <laughs> so but if that's it. so bad. But that really. rep- if that reflect, if that reflects the population, then underground that's water a good parks. Thing. That's what so they maybe want. You yeah. don't. Because, oh, people are so used to there not being candy stores or whatever. Right. How much of a shame is it? Because adults have all the stores, right? And how freaking boring is it walking around? And how often do you see a McDonald's play place or a trampoline park? And you're like, man, why is it only that 25 Hasidic children are allowed to go jump around? And I've got to feel weird if I show up high as hell. There should be a place for people to do that. So, Well, and I guess it's so interesting to think about because like if kids were running the way things go, it wouldn't be a store. There would be no money. It would be like a candy library. And you get to go in. Oh, freaking suck on a book. But you got to give back a little bit. You got to give a, you know what I mean? No. You got to give a little labor to get it. Do you oh, think you're saying like a cooperative children run a co-op library type of candy stuff. But let me ask you guys this. Now, we as adults, we have a violent tendencies. We start conflicts and arguments with each other. What makes you think that the children won't start wars within themselves and with other nations against the other kid governments? That well, I say let them. What let them? Right. Because that if, <laughs> if if only these people like George W. Bush and Rutherford whatever Hayes, if all these people had gotten that, learned that lesson as children, how better off we'd be now. Because these people right. never grew up. Because their dads and whoever said Oh, it's time to go to Harvard, time to do this. If they had learned not to start wars as kids like we did, then when they get into office as adults. Yeah. What There's something to be said about having a, you know, kids have a tough life. You know, they kind of learn, they grow up fast. And we're, we were talking about how, like, 
this what's the gen alpha might be a um they're they're gonna be one of the hardest oh, they're gonna be the most violent. of all time yeah well i want to remind you i just read this amazing book and i couldn't put it down and i whatever did i i do my own book reports by the way just for my own eyes I do really? Like What's ma- a book report? Many pages long, <laughs> and I do book reports on all type of books that I'm reading. And book I just homework? did my own book report on a book, amazing book called Lord of the Flies. Do you know about this? I've heard Let of this. Let me Google it. Interesting. Lord. This is a popular book. Lord no, of the Flies. Well, guess what? It's not about some type of bug. Hmm. Uh, it's a British book. Lord. It's about these. And they kind of reinvented this with the new amazing show, Yellow Jackets, by the way. Similar idea. Basically, these boys Beans. are shipwrecked on an island, and the their captain dies. Whatever, so it's just the boys, and you're t- you're wondering, do the are the kids gonna get violent? Well, let's just say there's a character named Piggy in this book that gets his ass handed to him quite literally. He's beaten. And to what? Death. What age is Piggy? Twelve, maybe eleven. It's a tragedy. I don't. I mean, this is fiction, I think, but I so think wait a it's minute. not so fictional because this is probably what would happen. You know what I mean? So, Lord of the Flies is about a bunch of people going on a boat, and the adults leave the boat, and so it's only kids. It's now? just the kids. There's a shipwreck. I think it's a shipwreck, and oh, the kids the- are stranded on the island, and it's just kids. So it's no basically kid Jimmy nation. Neutron style, huh? So it's like Kid Nation, but in a book. In a book, and the kids go berserk because guess what? Once they get a little hung, hungry, uh, they get a little violent too. <laughs> and Piggy gets fucking mm. wrecked. And no. um, but then the adults but, come, and well, they have to face what they did in their primal state of violence. That sounds like adult. Just to say this, I know this is probably a respected book. That sounds like adult propaganda. Because let me say, well, yeah. there's stories of I other bet this adults. Wasn't written have by you a child. seen Lost? Have you seen Lost? Because they do some pretty Lost. messed, messed up, effed up s h i t to each other, and that is a similarly a Lord of the Flies t- style situation. So why what, is there how, so much violence in entertainment? Most popular games, I, Call of Duty. Sells. Most popular shows, Last of Us, Killing. Most popular. It's so gruesome. I'm like, can we just get away from this violence for one minute? Ask minute. We need some more, t- like, kind of Regis Philbin type shows out there. Like, he was a monster. <laughs> Regis oh, relax, Philbin was? Relax. No, he was not. <laughs> Don't say that. No, Don't he was that, not. But I did he hear that same, him and dude. Kelly didn't get along so good. No, they didn't. They were no, you they see, were not. You watched that on um, that on screen magic. What are you, no, no. you got to be kidding me. Regis and no, Kelly? No, 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 no. They did not like. It. Well, I think that Kelly didn't give Regis the time of day because I heard an interview where he's like, "I haven't talked to her since the show ended." I reached out. So in that, you well, I'm like Kelly. Guess what? You can't reach out to him anymore because he's six feet underground. Well, he can reach out to her in her sleep when he's a demon. I would love Shaking to be haunted by fucking Regis. Well, he probably him, wouldn't. Be, he'd be, he'd be I would body it if he ghost. started. If a ghost started <laughs> asking me who wants to be a millionaire. <laughs> I just do feel like I'm waiting to be on that show. Go ahead, ask me a question, a general knowledge question. How many dollars would it take to buy a 2014 Toyota Camry? All right, let me Google it. 2014 Toyota Camry. 
That would people be. People don't understand that this show wouldn't even that work. Would be, can I guess? Wait, can Google. we? Can I? Can I guess? Can we all guess? This? You can guess, I but I know the answer. Oh, I'm making eleven thousand dollars. Ten thousand. Nope. Nope. 11, what, what year? What year is it? What year is it? 2014. 2014. This is Toyota Camry. You want me to give you four options like uh yes. Bruce Philbin? It's fourteen fifty. No. Fourteen thousand five hundred. All right, I'm gonna give you four options. All right. One hundred and eighty three dollars and ninety nine cents, ninety six dollars and ninety five cents, twenty six dollars and ninety nine cents, fifteen thousand four hundred and twelve dollars. <laughs> Dude, you made this too fucking easy, you realize. It's 15,000. These are the first four results on Google. So, I didn't do anything. How did I know it was going to be like 10, 11, or almost $15,000? That is too much Tell me how I know that shit. My brain just holds on to the weirdest information. Wait, have you guys heard about this? The self-possessing, repossessing Ford automated vehicle? What does that that mean? That is so dystopic. You buy a Ford. I hate dystopic shit like that. So, guess what? You guys like you guys are looking forward to the future. You're loving all this new technology. You think that if there's medicine, we're in a better yeah, because, place than we've ever yeah. been. But guess what? Once these cars start driving themselves, <laughs> these cars, mm-hmm. if you don't if you don't hit a payment, if you're if you're a dollar off on your fucking Capital mm-hmm. One auto loan payment, guess what? That car can drive itself back to the fucking dealership and guess what? You don't have a fucking car anymore. Thanks, technology. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we like this shit. No, we don't. It needs to stop well, now. No more new where technology. Where will it end? When is it going to end? Where, it's going to end where, with you fucking, your eyes in the back of your fucking head in a little orb of goo, Matrix style, Eric. What about me? Well, Jack, you will be one of the, you'll be one of the people that is like, Having to repopulate the planet, you're going to be one of the ones that oh. just gets out on a freak wow. sort of style way. All right, and you're going to be like fucking a bunch, and everyone, you're going to be the only I'll person with like good semen, and it's going to be hell for you. But you're going to be doing the humanity a, a, a service. I already feel like I'm living that way right now, to be honest. <laughs> I, I I just something's on my heart that I feel like I need to share. We brought up the car stuff, and I was thinking, do I share this on the podcast? Do I not share on the podcast? Jack already knows this. Yesterday, I was pulled Mm. over for texting and driving. By the police. Did we not just talk about this? We did, and literally... Are you serious? I'm not being ironic, (laughs) sardonic, whatever. This was a wake-up call where I was even being pretty (laughs) chill with it. You know what I mean? But I can't be... And I was going whatever, five miles an hour, but five miles an hour... Is too much. It was a. It was a. Tra- it was on right off my street. Bloop bloop. Cop, cop pulls over, and I don't like cops like that. So immediately I'm like, so pissed. You got a bad attitude. But then what he comes over. He bitch? says, he said I rolled over like a yellow belly dog. He's like, uh, do you, he's like I saw you texting and driving. What were you doing on your phone? And I said, you know what? No, I was. There's no good reason. And to wow. be honest, I honestly, you know, could have said. But I respect him for calling me on my shit. And guess what? The same person that left last night uh, eating Taco Bell at 2 a.m., the same person who was disrespecting his body, that's the same person that's texting and driving, and you won't see his ass ever again. And if (laughs) you do, he's getting a smack in the face by himself. I can tell that you're going to be giving a TED Talk in about 50 years where you're going to be saying, describing this rock bottom, I was eating fast food. 
at night and I was uh, looking at Google Maps while I was driving and all this and I just all of a sudden this cop I almost got arrested for the rest of my life and he said you know what I'm gonna give you one more chance I'm gonna give you a ticket for now but I'm gonna come to your house in 60 days and if you are not below 18% body fat and if you have <laughs> any drugs in your system execution I'm take you to jail <laughs> and execute oh, oh, jail. Well, those, are that, the type of cops, those are the type of laws we need we accountability laws thing. yeah but do it with a positive um spin. it needs to be tailored to the individual like if you want if you want to like you know lose this whatever get your fitness goals there should be a cop that can you know legally put you in jail if you don't achieve uh you know your personal um growth goals you know right mm -hmm. that's what and we're missing jail, that's why it, nobody can hit them in jail, though, if you didn't meet it outside, that's actually where you get the shit done, and it's almost a service to be. And by the way, let's abolish all prisons, whatever. But and these will be nice jails, and these will be well equipped, and yeah, you can walk like, out whenever you want. But it'll also, be like a bunch a place of place to grind and focus. Like Mike Tyson focused for three years. He said it was the best thing that ever happened to him. <laughs> Being in prison. Sometimes I just saw that on that a happens, YouTube short yeah. today. Eric, you would not. And can do I well also in say, jail. like, weird? I just want to comment on it because we. People, we don't give ourselves pats on the back enough. We're doing so good this podcast on talking and like just gelling. It's like literally there are 10,000 hours. We probably only need 100 to get good at this shit and we're almost there. Right. Imagine when yeah. we get, uh, uh, what was this, episode eight or something? Imagine episode yeah, but 300. Yeah, we've way more, haven't we? Oh. We, but I imagine just can't that imagine style, the chemistry that we're having where we just um, like. Are being yeah. zing zing zing. Oh, what about this? What zing. about this? Oh, crazy. Right. Really? It's hard to it's hard it's hard to um imagine. It's hard to imagine being any better at podcasting than I am now, given what my talent set of is like. Do you think you've peaked? I do kind of think I've hit a plateau <laughs> and it's like, what do I need? I need a substance, I need a drug, I need a PED in my head, I need a mental Steroid. Jack, I think that there is going to be a point in this podcast when it huh? might be like a couple of months from now where you hit a zone where we're going to have to sit you down personally off the pod and be like, Jack, you are like just too good and you we're going to like kind of hand off the, the, the reins to you. Everyone is coming to the podcast just specifically for you yeah. and what you've been bringing these last couple episodes. You want to get a and taste of that right now? I'll give it to you. You want to get a taste of it? <laughs> yeah, please. All right, here you go. So what do you guys think of take with this Jake Paul fight, right? Jake Paul, Tommy Fury, <laughs> big boxing fight, YouTube personality. Who's going to win? I mean, it's pretty absurd that Jake Paul went in there thinking that he was going to win, and he finally gets in with a boxer. We've all been wondering, what's he going to do against a boxer? Actual boxer, actual boxer. UFC guys, right? And he gets smoked. I mean, what do you guys think about that, right? Holy. And I'm Joey Diaz. I'm talking back to you. I don't know. I was all coked out in 1988. Uh so that's what we could Robinson be giving, guys. But... <laughs> <laughs> he always talks like he's got crazy mucus all up in his throat. Huh? Right. He is not the getting on the pod. Mucus. No, 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 I'd let Joey, no, actually, I would not let Joey Diaz on. Get the, Stay the fuck away from us. Joseph Cocaine <laughs> Diaz. Diaz. Um, so, wait. but so, you really, um, I mean, you jokingly brought it up, but Jake Paul did hit the ring and he lost a fight is this his first loss this is his first this loss but it's the it's his first loss and it's so humiliating 
the idea to of me it's the best fight, example of talk imagine. shit get hit you know what i mean right yeah like talk shit shit like get smacked because like if you like want right. to like talk mad shit and it's like that what you don't realize is that when you talk shit to somebody you're making them more and more mad and it's like if you're gonna touch the stove <laughs> that's you know what hurt. i want to do is those <laughs> you know where they have the pre-fights where they do like a press conference and they get in each other's faces I don't want to fight, but I want to be a part of something like that. Like, I wish I could just like take out the fight part and just like be face to face with somebody in like, you know, would you say like, something like, like, would you do something physical or would you, I, I, well, you weren't, you know how you're not supposed to, like it's, there's a lot of tension right. there. And like, sometimes somebody will like slap the other person or whatever. I would definitely cross that line. I think where I would you throw a chair at someone's cause you're trying to like, yeah. you know, the whole the whole preamble to the the fight is like generating interest and there has to be as much beef as possible leading up to it because it gets you know more people involved in the fight so i would focus i feel like i need to be like a pr rep on just that phase of the yeah. the, the pre-fight kind of stuff to make it the storyline get tense people as invested. possible like jake yeah, paul like, needs to like have sex with the other person's mom and like film it and put it out on porn dude 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 Hey. <laughs> even hearing that i'm like getting all pissed off as a, for for the other fighter that so wait dude like you're amazing at this oh. i don't Man. know i just um i'm really good at, at devising conflict i think well let's speak into that you know what's funny is i've is um will smith did a slap and what he didn't realize is he slapped what you do when you hit an object, it moves somewhere. And that object was Chris Rock and it bounced all around the world, gaining perspective from every country on the planet, landed right back in Baltimore, Maryland to film the craziest special of all time. Boom. And Chris Rock hit him with the spoiler alert. Yep. Chris Rock said, Oh yeah. I spoiler alert. This is the last line of the special. He said, guess what? Will Smith, I have parents. And then he dropped the mic. And I thought, Whoa. I, if I had, a, forget one year, if I had 10 years, I couldn't come up with that. That is what you call. You know, Chris Rock is probably going to be listening to this podcast, right? Jack, do you want that enemy? Do you really want that? I'm not, dude. No, I don't. Because if he's talked shit, what if he says to me, he's, what if he, if, dude, if Chris Rock said to me, oh, yeah, you talk shit about my podcast, well, guess what I have to say? Oh, yeah, you talk shit about me on your podcast, guess what I have to say? Uh, what did you not have? What did you not have? Good parents. I would probably jump right off a bridge onto a spike. <laughs> right then and there. He doesn't want any smoke with any of us. Let's just leave it at that. I'd smoke with Chris Rock. Well, of course. But it is Mr. unfortunate Rock. that it has to. It has to be. We have to waste our time and our amazing artists on silly beef like this. It's like imagine if Galileo. Is that an artist or is that a thinker? <laughs> There's two. Ver you can either be. There, there are two categories of people. Really, thinkers and artists. Well, what I mean is, imagine Gal Galileo is a thinker. Artists. I think. Okay, yeah. my bad. All right, so imagine if Michelangelo. That's the painting, right? Yeah, All right. Yeah. So imagine if Michelangelo spent his time spending a year making some petty ass painting of some dude who kind of like talked shit about one of his horses or something back in the day. And we never got the Sistine Chapel. We got some weird caricature of somebody with fucked up teeth on top of like a hut where they make soup that everybody goes to. Mm. That's kind of what Chris Rock is doing here by giving his energy and time, dedicating a special 
to the slap. Do you think he so, should have never even mentioned it and kind of, you know, like been above it in a way? I do. I think, um, you know, if somebody slaps you at the Oscars, you have to say, hey, man, I was at work. And you did something embarrassing. I'm not going to let that change my trajectory because I'm shooting for the moon right now and I'm landing amongst the stars or whatever, whichever way you say that. And so he's stooping down to Will Smith's level. And what it is is humiliation because now he's he's almost doing something in a sense is such a sense in a way that's making me not want to even be thinking that I like it. Mm. And Eric, you'll notice I've been you feel quiet like, for the last about yeah, minute I've been noticing, half, right? Eric, you have been shockingly you're, you're afraid silent to speak during this. this entire no, thing, I'm actually which not makes me think that you have, you have an opinion that you are withholding or It's not an opinion. Listen, listen, I'll tell you how it is. Whenever the Chris Rock slap gets brought up, I go to a place in my head that is whatever, March uh, 12th, 2022. And it is like pressing rewind on a... It's like watch, it's like watching a vine over and over again. And I just... Slap, slap, I just see it over and over again. And it's like I get stuck in some type of time loop. And I just... I, I wonder if, if Will Smith realizes that he was traumatizing the whole world with one slap and if can you imagine being in the oscars right that night you'd go home yes i traumatized. could yes i could and imagine I'm thinking, being at the oscars uh well I, I always imagine being at the oscars we should <laughs> go uh said. south park style when that we get invited uh-oh man trey oh, you better believe they better not go on let us acid. at the oscars man. i would be, be about crazy be. on the red Yo, carpet and if you ask my name and they say excuse me jack i say that's not my name's not jack my name is on fucking tripping on acid hard so hard no 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 listen instead of acid we're gonna be you go like 12 shots deep. Hello. <laughs> Everybody finds yeah, out afterwards you were drunk style. as fuck. And then they throw respect on your name for the rest of your life. Yo, he was drunk as fuck at the Oscars. Yeah. He was eating a tuna yeah, sandwich on the More carpet. shots than most people can handle. Mm-hmm. The thing yeah. is, these we're awards do programs are so incredibly ripe for Amazing. incredible moments to happen like this oh, dude. like the Kanye West coming up and da da da. We are we almost watch these award shows and just because we've had a little taste of how they can, you know, derail, I feel like we almost have an appetite for the things that could go wrong, like the moonlight, you know, uh fucking thing. Oh, like we're fiasco. almost every award show, we want something crazy fucked up to go down. And I'm gonna tell you if Hollywood which I think they will very soon kind of wisen up to my sort of talent pool and level and how, you know, amazingly I can bring to different sort of multi-hyphenate disciplines. If they give me a shot, just, I just want to let you know, right fucking now you put me in an Oscars in the Emmys as a presenter in the audience. I don't even care. Just let me in that room and guess what? We're going to have one of the craziest fucking moments that you have ever seen on Fuck. live television Dude, you I should be moments. able to guarantee that you could cause mass injury with no death and minor injury just <laughs> enough to where people are like screaming oh but dude not Nate, hurt that bad Nate, if you, you got invited to the oscars and you got a basketball and you dribbled past every single person and broke all their ankles and everybody got a sprained <laughs> ankle because you were dribbling up on everybody that would be viral and by the way you know what i'd be doing at the oscars right 
here I go a presenting an award for the most dramatic award ever to be given, right? Right. Oh shit! And then bam. And I do something like this. Goofy with it. And the the contrast artistically of an extremely dramatic award being given out to an extremely rip rip and um, important reputable? actor, reputable oh, yeah. actor, with somebody with a silly eyeballs like this. That's fun. These are the ideas that now separate us from the boring type of less creative type of people. Can we, can we do something right now where each one of us, we each get 20 seconds to do an award speech and we I'm going to mm-hmm. give you the movie that you want it for, the role, and then you got to give me 20 seconds of fire, heat, the best. You didn't write anything down because okay. you're too humble to think you have, would have won. So that's right. what, and that's what we would this? all do if if we're at an award show and we're in the audience, we're not writing down a damn fucking thing. We're gonna get no, up there like, um, okay, well, we'll just I'll, I'll we'll let it fit as a as all right. A, Nate, you've just won this. best uh, actor for starring in a movie about the plight of basically American farmers in the <laughs> Dust Bowl in the whatever 1920s, mm. and mm. in the movie, your wife. Uh, dies in your arms and you shriek and cry for four minutes straight and that's okay. what they play when you win so Go. all right so i'd get up on the stage and nice. and it would take me a long time to get up on stage first off like it would be like people would kind of have to tap me on the shoulder and i would kind of be like like kind of not understand like what an award show is like do i have to get up to the stage or not because you were meditating and, up until this point your I've been meditating the entire, and I'm kind of shocked mm-hmm. out of it where I'm like, where <laughs> am I? Like, what's going on? And people are kind of like shaking me and they think I'm like kind of dead. And like big celebrities are coming up to me, you know, like Leslie Jones or whatever, like shaking the fucking shit out of me. They're worried and they're kind of like cutting to commercial. But then I'm like, no, 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 stop, 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 stop. And I mm. bring the mic to my table and I do the speech out there and I'm like, you know, like, um, I actually didn't um, prepare anything right now, and uh, I didn't think that I would win, but I just want to say that I deserve this. And a lot of people think that they should be humbled by this, but I want to say every single person in this category, um, you didn't bring it this year. And it's kind of clear why the voters picked me and not you. And I want to, the cameraman, 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 listen up cut to all their faces right now. I want you to see their face as I'm saying this. So kind of put them all at the same time where you can see everybody's face as I'm saying this. Mm-hmm. Step it up because you just lost the goat and you're going to have to bring it a little bit harder this year. Meryl Streep or, I, I, you know, the genders are kind of mixed now in this version of the Oxers where it's not That's like best male or female. Want. It's like yeah. all the genders are in the same category now. Well, we yes. should gender every job. And I'm We're just like, podcast step your shit up because guess what? I'm going to film next year. And guess what? I'm probably going to get nominated. And guess what? I'm probably going to win next year again in mm. this and um mm-hmm. you better step up your fucking game because i'm not going anywhere i'm not gonna die i'm gonna be working every year coming out with prestigious films for the rest of my fucking life Music so guess what playing. no more awards for you as long as i'm in the game so y'all are gonna have to cancel my the music is playing the music is playing music is playing now, stop the music stop the fucking music <laughs> do not fucking play me off Security comes in, starts dragging Security you out. Security comes in, I'm fucking choked them out like they Oh shit. <laughs> Damn, so you went kinda evil, Nate, with that. I like it when <laughs> evil Nate comes up. out. <laughs> they like it when I get a little evil with it. 
Don't Dr. They? Evil. Don't you? You like it when I get a little twist? Yes. Yeah. Dark. And wait, you guys so, see my yeah. webcam looks so good all of a sudden. I look kind of sexy. I look tan. You look darker. <laughs> you got I the big P on your head. Moment, but, mm. All right, so Eric, you are a um, somebody who is has been in hospice care for like it's a it's a film about somebody who is like at the mm-hmm. last you know year of their life. You're in hospice care, and you are. Is he working there? Um, or is he, I'm you, dying, you or a, I'm a worker. No, you're <laughs> you're dying. Or both. You're oh, dying, yeah. and you have a just a really bad relationship with your um, children, and you're trying to kind of right those wrongs. And you have you die at the end of the film, and it's um, it's just a really tragic and incredibly like sad. Whale. Yeah, it's a little okay. bit like the like the hospice version. Who, direct, of whale. who directed it? This was directed by. Jonah Hill, um, Spike Lee. <laughs> Spike. This was directed by Spike Lee, and he, <laughs> he took a real, real hard pivot just in in risk on you personally, and you like begged him to yeah. to get this project off the ground. You wrote it, and you're starring in it, and you're kind yeah, of like he hit catching. you with a car, and you said, "I'll drop it." <laughs> yeah, yeah, like you have some this. kind of. <laughs> okay here's what happens i they i'm running again it's matthew mcconaughey it's bloody brendan Fraser's back at it again he's one for he's nominated for a whale too everybody loves him mm-hmm. leo it's denzel it's everybody and then me and they they announce and who who's oh it's mindy kaling is reading off the um the award and i'm like yeah Yo, mindy likes me now and they say, Eric Rail, <laughs> cheers. People are fucking crying, getting to their feet, standing ovation before I even fucking get out of my uh, chair. <laughs> and I go up on stage and I'm going like this. I'm doing the peace signs, like so happy. I go on stage and then I go quiet. I go quiet and I point my finger up to, up to the ceiling and saying like, this is God. This is God. I got the award in my hand. It's silent. I have I tears in my eyes. I have nothing to say. <laughs> I pull out a revolver from no my no. pants i take the revolver shooting it into the <laughs> air no one's hurt it's just blanks and but one real bullet that goes through the ceiling and i said i got your attention now i said you all watched a movie about a dying man someone's sick why do we give so much care to the sick and not the un uh sick because gun you the movie so many damn ass what's that <laughs> you wrote the movie though oh i wrote the movie <laughs> yeah. well i'll say my eyes have been open like saul turning to paul the scales fell from my eyes <laughs> this was a garbage trash ass movie that i eyes. still knocked out the fucking park we need to fix gun violence in the united states right now all the gun owners in here right now matthew mcconaughey i know you got 100 guns in your basement la 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 i'm get, i'm saying all you hypocrites throw the guns out now and i don't care about the war but then i say and spike by the way you hooked it up majorly um thank you for having my ass on this spike you know you i always got you um whatever scarlett johansson thank you for leaving mr colin joe's for my ass um what else <laughs> nice. and so you would yeah, get like kind of have a have a political statement it's not about you it's about it's a, this is a grander thing you know which is i respect exactly. that so much and you would shoot a gun. 
hiding a gun because a lot of these people they 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 get these awards and they thank the producers they thank the production company the studio but they forget that millions of people are watching this right now and are you going to take this moment selfishly to say thank you to the fucking uh, Lionsgate da, 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 the, the Harvey Weinstein no. thank you for putting me no Hell this no, isn't about you this award is not about you any longer Guess what right. it's about? Us, the collective. Other people. And how we can change the world as actors and influencers <laughs> in this world. Because right. people rely on us and they trust our opinion. And they want us to say things that will make the world a better place. And that's so our you're responsibility. Gonna get, you're going to get on stage and you're gonna everybody's going to be looking at you. And then you're going to take out a gun and you're going to say, and you're going to shoot it and say, now are you paying attention to me? <laughs> <laughs> so unnecessary. And it's kind of like, it's kind of like, right. Yeah. They were looking at, everybody may have been looking at you on stage in that moment, but were they really listening? I feel like well, that's the if thing, you like, were to do I'd that, love... what's that? If you were, if you were to do that, I think it would backfire yeah. and you would get like, you know, immediately not get let into the theater. Like there would be like a, a check on you and they would be like, it would be a whole thing of like, I guess Eric's not, you know, going to be attending because you were so no, insistent actually, on like bringing the strap in. I think you're wrong because I think they would see that bravery <laughs> in me and be like, yep, he's coming to every fucking one, even if he's not. <laughs> so for the and rest of my life, did, when I'm fucking dying, yeah. all de dead, keeled over, <laughs> they, I'm still going to the Oscars, even though I haven't been in a movie in 20 years. That's how you much they that like my ass. Did, um, and I will invited. stop gun violence. What's that? If you, <laughs> if you get nominated or if you win, you get invited to the Oscars every year for the rest of your life. Do you know that? Well, can you imagine if you were the one person to stop gun violence? You realize you that, that if you stop gun, gun violence, violence, you realize that, that if you stop gun, you realize if you stop gun violence, that something even more violent is just going to replace it. So I'm almost afraid to get rid of guns. Hmm. Because then what? Everybody's going to start owning what? Well, Bombs? Grenades? But that's the thing is like a new knives. crazy invention has to come along in order for that violence to be matched. You know what I mean? And I just can't think of it like there's knives. I can think of a couple. <laughs> Let's Something just say have, you could knock over a heavy object onto somebody. You can yeah, there's like say, large rocks you could, that you know yeah, you can you throw. Could set, set something on fire. Lighters, lighters are available around the corner. Okay, um, you yeah. can kill someone with a sock. Wow, <laughs> with enough if it's wet enough, if it's wet in enough, a million different enough. ways, you could you could choke them on. I it. don't want to go into it, but that's what that's the way my brain works. Is I could think of all type of like you could kill someone with a phone, right? Other other, I mean, you're killing their life by addicting them to social media, but you could smack someone hard enough with a phone to kill them. Or you could kiss somebody with a phone. You could love them through a phone. That's but you right. can't love, love somebody through, through a gun. Phone. Isn't that a song? Love me through All right, Jack, phone. you got to do your acceptance speech. All right. I accept. Well, we got to give him a role. What's he, what is he All right, for? your role, what is this? Okay. You, let's see. Let me think for one last second. Oh, it's a biopic, and you are Bill Gates. You play Bill Gates. And it's super right. dramatic, super sexy. They're all the death and the killings that Bill Gates ordered uh, is finally exposed in the movie. And committed personally. And all but right. it comes at the end that he is a really good guy and he's sitting front row. All right. Who Okay. Oh, but I'm also I want to say this, he's about to die. He's been diagnosed with an incurable disease and this is probably his last year on earth. Me or Bill Gates? And who am I? Bill am Gates, I playing, who's in attendance watching Gates? you 
accept the. You played him in the oh, movie. Bill Gates he's is really there, but he's watching me. Yeah, he's really there okay. dying. All right. So they say the award for best actor goes to Jack Best. And they were like, and the person that's presenting it <laughs> Bill is Gates. like, and I knew it was gonna, you know, and I knew yeah. this shit was gonna okay. happen. <laughs> All right. My so man, gonna, it's so, me. Pre- it's me actually. Oh, it's Nate. Giving, yeah, I'm giving oh, you the fun. award. It's Nate so I'm and like, Eric. I'm like, Eric oh from shit, Detectives. my man, I knew it, I knew it. <laughs> my man, Jack Benziger, get your ass up here, a bitch. Get on over here. We fucking dap it up like crazy. <laughs> and then I'm going to say, and then I'm going to say, then I'm going to go up there, smack, hit fucking Nate, oh. smack him in the face. Don't you ever call me the B word on my dramatic <laughs> award. <laughs> Keep my, the B word out your fucking mouth <laughs> during my award. And then I'm going to say this. Eric takes out his gun. She's just pointing it on stage. I melt his gun with my with my new wait, with something. And then I'm gonna <laughs> say this. It's an absolute. It's an absolute honor. This still. Oh, and then I'm gonna say, excuse me, sorry, I was in character. I'm not allowed to get out of character. Still until in I get character to the as the show. British Bill Gates. <laughs> I don't get out of character until I get. Well, he's he's not British. All right, I'm American. <laughs> Whatever. I get out. You thought I Bill say, Gates was British? Stop! 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 No, of course not. <laughs> Shut up. Stop. <laughs> and you won the award for playing a British version of him. Well, like everyone right, kind relax, of accepted relax, it. Relax, relax. <laughs> well, relax. So then, what am I, researcher? So then, anyway, so I get up on stage and I say, this is incredible. To accept this award in the first ever movie that almost everybody in this room was in, so we all can celebrate to collectively in this victory. And with Bill Gates staring at me, knowing that he's about to go out, getting to see his name up in lights like this, giving him this favor. I can only hope someone does this for me one day. And Bill Gates, I know that you've been working on killing mosquitoes, right? Well, guess what? I brought in a mosquito today, and I'm going to cut its fucking head off for you, brother. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a fucking saw out. (laughs) And while Bill Gates kind of takes his last breaths, I'm going to get the biggest mosquito I can. And I'm right in front of him. Everybody's crying. And they're like, and then right when I'm about to take the saw to the neck of this mosquito, Bill Gates goes, "Don't do it!" Or he, you know, he's got less of a voice at that point. He goes, "Stop!" Yeah. I go, "What?" And Bill Gates takes the mics and he goes, "I was wrong about mosquitoes. They need blood, just like we do. Oh my God! Instead wow. of killing these mosquitoes and creating a net, we need to learn from mosquitoes and humans to co-live together." cohabitively and then at that point i would say nice nice and then i'd let the mosquito run free and the mosquito would go suck on every single celebrity's blood and then pop the blood into a little dish that we keep as a sample so that we can keep having lit actors but then all the actors Mm -hmm. get west nile they die and then it's a good thing because we it's about time we get a new, uh, a new crop, completely new, fresh batch of celebrities, right? That would be wild taking right. out all the. Not that we'd ever do this, but taking out all the A-listers to get the new actors in there, or give washed-up actors a new shot uh, in life. Right. A couple need to go. That's Can all I say, say an observation I have? That was amazing, Jack. But an observation Jeez. I have is each one of our speeches contained a form of violence. Oops. And I was decrying really? a violence earlier in media and video games. And what I noticed is we somehow have this violence within ourselves, this predilection, mm. predilection for violence. And I'm like, 
is that really who we want to be as adult males or is violent males you you want us to I don't review them be but not violent and people you know we need to be reminded that we're actually which i think this might be shocking to you guys but we're actually role models for a lot of oh, men dude, out i mean there. i surprise like myself every day when i remember that and we have sort of a responsibility to give them a version, the best version of what they can be and show them kind of the way, which is a lot of pressure on us, but this is kind of the responsibility that we've, um, you know, we gladly accept as entertainers, yeah. artists, multi-hyphenates is that you guys people. do look to us for what you should be like. And we just want to, I just want to say, I think collectively I can speak for you guys. We want to apologize right now for some of the violent type shit that we've been talking about uh thus far and no more of that there's a lot of changes that are going to be happening this is a joy this is a joy tactics of the podcast and i think we it's got a little off theme yeah and we're and not going to no revise let me revise no mine really really quick to make it listen to this i win right for playing a father a single father in a movie i've always wanted to play that and they give the award to me because I was best actor or whatever. I was voted. Everybody agreed. The kid who plays my son's only six years old, and he's an ugly child. Uh, that's what I got him for. <laughs> it's about being a single father to like a really ugly kid. It's an ugly child. That's the log line. <laughs> ugly duckling. Right. And what they announce it, everybody's expecting me to walk up. I go up to the child that played my son in the movie, and I put, I take yeah. his head, and I put it next to mine, and I put our, our head together. And I said, I whisper something to him and he gets a smile, crooked smile with his fucked up teeth, smile across all of his face. <laughs> and I sit back down. Everybody's going, what the fuck is happening? This kid waddles up to the um, stage and he <laughs> mm-hmm. says, well, you know, like, yeah. hey, wakes up. you know, Mr. Wayhill said that I should give the speech and the kid gets the award. Going back to my mm-hmm. love for child actors and how much I think they should be so celebrated. Right. Give the award award away. Don't become the center of attention. Do something nice. That's what I. That's what I would do. That's my revision. That wow. is so credible. Just I, want. I just wanted to I share would... that with you guys. Thank you, man. Thank you for sharing, Thanks, man. man. I'm gonna stick that, with mine. Man. I'm gonna stick with mine. No, I, I respect, like respect. Respect. Mine was all right. Because I feel like the, I tried to kill the. Mos- I was going to kill the mosquito. Oh, but you. But didn't. what happened is I didn't. And then it was an accident that all the celebrities died. It wasn't a violent thing. It was a nat- nat- uh, the circle of life. Death is not to be is not something terrible. It's just something part of that happens. Mm. Should we go through Dumois really quick and see what the fuck's happening on Dumois right now? I yeah, think I think people. I think that's more. Um, this well, is basically the only account that I follow personally and keep up. With. I and love Dumois. If you Dumois. Don't know, if you don't know what it is, it's a, I guess it's more than an Instagram account, but that's what I follow it. It's a, it's an account where they, people give anonymous celebrity gossip. So if you see, um, you know, William Defoe out at lunch and he is making out with some crazy model, DM Dave Moi and they'll post it. And you can kind of keep tabs on the celebrities inner lifestyles and they think that they're safe, but oh no, 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 yep. no, no. Well, it's no basically a chance. No it's a chance for everybody in the in the world to be Julian Assange without having penalty mm. because they can't lock us all up for holding people accountable and speaking truth to Instagram in this way. So why don't right. we, you know, 
I guess these are not submitted by us, so you can't come after us for this. But so let's. I mean, I got a little bit of tea right, right ass here. Wait, you what's Dumois it? mean? No Dumois. one knows. Nobody knows. Do, Does it mean like nobody, two, three? That's some type of French. Uh, all right. Well, listen to this. This is insider information submitted anonymously. It says this: Justin Bieber and Bad Bunny song coming, trying to get the song of the summer again. So hmm. that means somebody knows that Mr. Justin and Mr. Bad Bunny are working on a brand new ass track. I knew they shit they were cutting Oh up. my god. god. Yes. What yes. a test <laughs> I can't wait to, dude, when I can't wait for the day that I'm in an Uber or a grocery store or a Dunkin' Donuts and I hear this shit t- tickling my ear. I, uh, it makes you want to shake your booty. <laughs> makes me want la la, Ashley Simpson. Can I it's just fun. say that J- Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber is a little bit of a guilty pleasure for me because sometimes I put on some of his yum, good you got that yummy yum, that yum. That That's song Justin? gets me so hyped up. You have no fucking idea. And people try to hate on Mr. Bieber. They say that he's just, oh, he's just a pop star. He's just He doesn't have artistic integrity. Uh, nope. No, no, no. Have you heard Think Yummy? Again. Think These people again. are so sad. They think that like, oh, I want to be born in the '60s. I want to do the '70s. Something like Vietnam, Beatles, love, peace and love. This is the most beautiful time for music. Beatles people say, oh, it's corporate. This is like fucking Cheez Its music. This is like fucking Chips Ahoy, Starbucks, right. McDonald's no, music. No, it's not. This is the most human, human, uh, human expression time period that has ever been to be alive. This kid right. was discovered on YouTube. Hello. The pl- birthplace of human creativity. I'm like, was, was there even right. art or entertainment before YouTube? Sometimes I think. Respect, no. Justin. I bet Justin is listening to this right now, like <laughs> laughing. Like, <laughs> God damn, if these guys even knew that I listen to their podcast, <laughs> and I'm inviting them to their <laughs> next birthday party. Whoops! Yeah. At the cheesecake. Oh, show. I got you some joke, more. Eric? You guys want another bit of news? You joke oh, real quick, real quick. You joke you about that, but I guarantee you. That has happened and will happen many, many. That's many, what many, troubles many me is that I'm like, well, future. we know our friends and fans who aren't famous listen to this, but who are all the famous people? Come out the woodwork right now and let us know if you listen to the What's podcast because it would make us. Why do they say good. the woodwork? The Coming woodwork the is basically woodwork. the wood, uh, like the forest, or well, or like I don't shop. know if you're supposed to know. See, it's interesting. We just <laughs> use words and we don't even. <laughs> We don't even know what we're saying. Just go. That could be All right, listen. Hateful. Florence Pugh. Uh, Florence Pugh spotted at Pear Tree Cafe in London with friends and boyfriend. Overheard her talking about being exhausted from kickboxing and something about Krav Maga. Guessing she's already in training for Marvel filming. Stunning in person, but head to toe wearing these strangest fuzzy pieces, including a Cookie Monster blue oversized jacket <laughs> no way i love when florence, they can express themselves florence, like this what she it's ditched like, our man zach braff didn't she yeah. casted him aside the idea yep, that you're not did. gonna look like super fresh like yeah if you ha- like you have to be so careful when you're out talking to public like i don't talk about certain things if i go to a restaurant and somebody brings up something like personal i'm like because i don't want to talk about who's sitting next to me yeah, yeah, you exactly. Wanna, yeah, you can't go around talking about leaking important movie statistics about your upcoming projects. That's mm. that's irresponsible. So, I hate to hear that about Florence Pugh. And who's that? Who's that? Well, no, let's just you you know who Florence Pugh is, dude. Uh, 
Um, Gun to I'm my head? Even... Not really. I don't. Yeah, you do, dude. But I got from context clues that they're an actor. Well, have you seen a movie called Midsummer? Midsummer. Yeah. No, but that Ari one's about a breakup. Aster. Scandinavian horror, folk horror. Amazing. Is that a comedian? Check it out. Violent. Interesting. Must watch film. Um, but 20... let's talk about Florence Pugh for one second. Pugh? What's she up to? I mean, you know what I mean? I hear that. I'm like, oh, so she's um, got projects on the way. So happy for her. What else? And, and where's the personal chef at? Because if you're out having a meal... It's like, are you taking the project that seriously? Oh, you think that she's disrespecting mm. her personal chef by eating out at a restaurant? Well, if you have, I just think that you, you know, you have a role coming up, and you can't just be eating any oil. You have to. Well, you don't know. I mean, pear tree to me sounds like one of the most amazing. I mean, that you could. T- Here's what I do when I go out to eat now. I I bring the chef over. I say, I tell the server, get the chef right fucking now. Get the chef over. I pull the chef by their lapels right into my face. I say, no oil, no seed oils, no fucking butter, no salt. I want the fish, worry about plain that. vegetables, steamed. And you would think they would hate that, but they always respect it and they always dap it up. And then, and then I tip them crazy like 20% at the end of the meal. Even you though you ordered like fettuccine Alfredo, you steam everything. Yeah. Eric only eats steamed food. Uh, oh, I've been worrying Eric, yeah. lately about microwave because I got this rice that you can microwave from Wegmans, and I'm like, if you microwave plastic, is the plastic getting yes. all into the food? It yes, it depends on the plastic. Yeah, yeah you're done, Eric. We already and if that's know the case, you're, we're fucked. We're just fucked, You're and fucked. there's nothing we can do about this contamination in our food, and we just have to live and have not to think be about fucked? the cancers. I'm, I'm so sick of people thinking that they can go through life inconsequentially. Death is natural, and if you're going to worry, oh, is this doing this, is this doing this, guess what? Everybody mm-hmm. dies through their mouth. Not to bring it back to phrases, but that's just how it goes. And if you want it to be faster, slower, this way, that way, you don't get to choose. That's not for you to decide. I'm sick of people hating on cups, hating on bathtubs. Hey, what are you guys just hating on? Oh, plastic, plastic. containers for food. Oh, plastic containers? Microwaves. We should be so grateful I, for plastic microwaves. No, no. I mean, the minute you start singing plastic praises is the minute you start worshiping literally the Antichrist, the devil that is signaling the end of our world. Plastic was the death knell for our planet. There's no getting away Look from around it. you right now, man. Look around what? you. What's on your head? What's that little upside down you Cotton on top of your head? hat. Metal. No, on top of that. Headphones. That's not metal. That's plastic. Look no, around dude, you. Look these at are this. Me- Funny little glasses. It's metal. Plastic. Yeah, you Look have at plastic. Look at it. Look at <laughs> What's this? this. What's your keyboard made Rubber. out of? Plastic. Rubber. Rubber is plastic. I don't feel my, my I'm on a straw so computer right now. Metal's hard made of plastic. Clay. What's clay? I'm my computer. You can't see it, but I'm on a, well, a totally organic clay material. Clay is like a more dry plastic. Uh, what is uh, technically plastic? It depends. Well, we're talking about death right now, and this is going to shock you guys, but I just saw an interview with a scientist, and they have blinded some mice. Yes, ha, 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 like the, the children's favorite story. Mice, by the way. Not funny. Not funny. Grow they up. have Grow blinded up. these fucking mice, and they did it without remorse because they're testing laser. them in the lab. And guess what? What? They what? have reversed their blindness. How? And guess what? Through what? technology that we're developing. Mr. Beast reversed oh, blindness. Oh, my. <laughs> and guess what? They're about to put this technology 
into clinical trials on be careful primates and then humans very no. soon Leave and the apes guess out what of it. What? The technology to reverse the aging of your skin, of your muscles, no. of your organs exists currently in our reality. It, we just what? have to go through all these loops. And, and I'm saying enough with the loops of testing it out. Let's let's just put this shit on the market and just see what happens. I'm, you want I'm Trump to do Operation Warp Speed on experimental reverse skin aging <laughs> enough drugs. with the testing we need to save the we're, we're, we're done with this shit i think i can just trust these scientists now they've proven themselves over the last hundred years we don't need these regulations on them and these lab testings i think we just need to let these scientists cook and come up with some crazy shit and see Agreed. what happens that's a good point that's how much i that's love science point. by the way well you should have certain late like if you're if you're a new science if you've never had one of your pills approved then sure, you got to go through. But once you've been through the ringer a couple times, like mm -hmm. let them cook. If you made Adderall, you don't need to reapply for the second drug. Right, you know right, right. If Yeah, if you've proven yourself on making like one crazy ass like Zoloft, whoever made Zoloft or something like that, like they just get a free pass to just like make whatever type of crazy ass fucking drug and it's on the shelf immediately you know and why can't drugs be in a food instead of a fucking pill if there was a brand of like whatever frozen waffles that helped with anxiety medically <laughs> and i don't want a prescription either by the way what is the, the prescription doesn't make any sense because it's like okay you can't you can only have this if you send an email and you know it's all this there's so much corruption within the world it's kind of like when are we going to change? That. When are we going to uh, learn? When are when? Why do people have to be so mean? And it's just as enough is enough. Uh, from enough Childish is Gambino enough. is spotted having Where? lunch at Osterio Moza. So this is not Donald Glover, but Childish Gambino. So they, the, he was kind of in his <laughs> rapper swag going to this. this uh, what I love about this, this shit this is Italian like it reminds you that celebrities are just like us and like you could literally go to that restaurant and have exactly what right. he had to eat and so and, yes. th and then by doing that it, maybe that inspires you like oh if he could make the rap and be in all the movies and on tv maybe i could do that too you see what i mean it's so people are saying dumois paparazzi suck for exposing these people's lives but maybe they're just opening up the the um opportunities for the rest of us you know what i mean and it's like that's yeah. your job is you're like a modern superhero. Like how good is it going to feel if you see basically Superman, you see Shia LaBeouf, you see, uh, you know, I can't think, somebody, Penelope Cruz. Yo, and Penelope they're out living their life leading by example. You're going to yeah. feel like, thank God, you know, that's your job is not really to be in movies. It's not really to be acting. It's not really to be some book, whatever. It's not really to be podcasters. What we're really doing be. is we are leading by examples, going to Oyster O, mm -hmm. Moses Oyster, whatever the restaurant is, Osteria. and showing people that it's okay to let loose. It's okay to have fun. I know we got an election coming up. I know right, like right. you're losing friends and family members are dropping left and right the older you get. But keep on keeping on. Go get mm -hmm. an oyster. <laughs> and you mentioned election season. I cannot wait for that fucking time to come around. Because every time election season comes around, I'm fucking off my ass, getting drunk every night, pouring 
pouring the wine up to the top yeah. of the cup, like sitting down in front yeah. of Well, let's make but, some predictions. But, but, Eric, Eric, well, I want to hear what you think because you know, I know cats out of the bag at this point. Donald Trump seems to be really making a push. He was at CPAC. Right. Yes. Don Jr. was there. We don't know what Biden is. He Is Biden going to run again? We're not so sure. Is Kamala going to be on the ticket? Where is your head at? Well, I just want to, it's such a crazy landscape right now. And if you're not paying attention, like you're missing out right now on so many amazing things that are happening right in front of our eyes. We have all these new players, Ron DeSantis. um, Meatball Ron. Doing his meatball Ron. (laughs) And um, so many others. And I I, I don't want to comment because I almost don't want to jinx it. But I do think Mm. that we could have another Democratic win uh, in Mm. the next uh, election. And that would just be so amazing. Yeah. <clears throat> Nate, it's just so funny says, that you guys how how in the hell did you guys just say the sentences that you just said without even mentioning Mr. Joe Biden because it's not even going to be in my opinion this next race we might as well not even have it because Biden just started getting cooking just now and everybody yeah. in the country is feeling that he his power and his his just grip over our entire reality and how he's just got our backs like no other fucking politician has in the planet. And I think that they're going to fucking etch out another fucking, fucking, uh, head statue on Mount Rushmore for his ass. Cause he's about to go down as a legendary president president. And he is not going to be ever forgotten. And Mr. Biden, I'm with you 100% all the shit that you are doing. And I think that you guys need to give a little bit more respect to this man. Because guess what? He is your president. And guess what? You voted for him, didn't you? Well, it's funny because people think, what's his legacy going to be? Oh, he's... (laughs) What's his legacy? Yeah. What? (laughs) You don't vote? No, I I voted for his ass multiple times. You better vote. You you don't want to see my... I got multiple... I'll just say this. My my entire... I got multiple votes in for him. (laughs) Well, that's illegal. That's illegal. Don't joke joke about that. We have a responsibility of a journalistic integrity around here. But I'll just say my bathroom tile, basically all my tiles are covered in I voted stickers because I'm such a vote. I'm the vote goat. (laughs) You know how somebody else has been called something like that? I'm the the vote vote goat. goat. I vote Uh, in every single thing. Wait, maybe I think it's about time on the vote goat to wrap it up call it we just kind of crushed it for an hour plus and uh, we did it again and i guess we, we need to quickly again. say what we're thankful what we're joyful for this week this week i'll kick it off um i'm Please. joyful for the shame i felt for myself eating all that taco bell being and being pathetic because without the shame i wouldn't be motivated to change um what will be the rest of my life so thank you, Taco Bell, for filling me with all that fucking rat poison. And let's keep thank it you, Taco let's Bell. Keep good going. What's that? Thank you, Taco Bell. Thank you, Taco Bell. Nate, Jack? My my joy this week has been a little website called ebay.com. And mm. if you have seen me maybe in this last week, you probably noticed that I am changing up my style in a way that will shock a lot of people. I am getting new clothing items, new shoes, new pants. You are not even going to recognize me after I'm going through this era of a style upgrade. And I just want to shout out to fucking ebay.com for all the items that you have on there and for being a great website that has been with us since the beginning of the internet. 
and had, has survived to this day. Um, so yeah, just been really liking being on eBay. So shout out to eBay.com. It's amazing. That's amazing. We that's can't awesome. wait to see it, Nate. Jack. Yeah. That's amazing. What gave me joy this week? This week I had the opportunity to be on elevators more than usual. Big crazy elevators where they're glass, where they're glass, and uh, I just um, I br- was bringing so much joy, br- brought so much joy to me. The different experiences when you bump, when you get in an elevator, there you are for thirty seconds, truly experiencing what somebody else is. And I got a video of two guys wrestling the fuck out of each other, drunk as hell, in the elevator, making me push the buttons. Um, really. It's a beautiful glimpse into other people's lives. And I would watch a feature film that was a bunch of somebody getting on a bunch of elevators. <clears throat> That's joy. Oh, yeah, dude. All right. Well, we um, crushed another one, didn't we? Sorry, haters. We absolutely did. Yeah, we yep. did. See y'all next time. All right. Peace. On Joy Tactics. Well, that concludes another incredible fucking episode of Joy Tactics. Head over to patreon.com slash joytactics to unlock exclusive weekly bonus episodes. And make sure to follow us on social media where we post fire TikToks and hilarious shit like that. And if you love the shit you just listened to make sure to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. Thanks for listening and remember, we are shaped by our thoughts, we become what we think. When the mind is pure, joy follows like a shadow that never leaves.